0: Bishop Bernard Hebda of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Thank you for listening to the reading of my post-Synodal Pastoral Letter, You Will Be My Witnesses, Gathered and Sent from the Upper Room. For a digital version of the letter, along with the Year One Synod Implementation Plan and other resources, please go to archspmorg slash synodletter. Again, thank you for listening, and may God bless you and your loved ones.
1: You will be my witnesses, gathered and sent from the Upper Room. Post-Synodal Pastoral Letter to the Faithful of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Section 3. The Upper Room. A. The Mystery of the Washing of the Feet.
0: Before the Feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. Fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist." So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on, and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me.
1: 18. Jesus Humbled Himself Through Service and Self-Gift
0: from the earliest days of the Church, the washing of the feet has been seen by many as offering insight into the mystery of the Incarnation, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus lowering himself in humility and love to become one of us, throwing off the garment of the outward signs of his divinity. By Jesus' taking on human flesh, the unseen God becomes visible to us in a way that we can understand. At the Last Supper, on the brink of Jesus' Passover offering of his very self, he rises from the table and lowers himself to wash the feet of his disciples. This reveals the mystery of the Incarnation in an especially poignant way. Jesus has descended from heaven as well as from the table to serve us. The gesture illustrates the insight of St. Paul, who noted that though Jesus was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance. He humbled himself. Back in the upper room, our Lord's humble act of menial service scandalized Peter, who at first responded, You will never wash my feet. Jesus' humility, expressed in service, humbles those who do not think that they deserve it. None of us deserves the loving care God gives freely and daily, nor do we deserve the gift of God's incarnation. And yet jesus sees something of great value in each one of us
1: 19. jesus heals us and purifies us
0: the washing of the feet signifies a deep healing it is jesus who washes us clean and makes us new in taking on human flesh jesus took on our sinful fallen from glory human nature in order to heal and purify us As powerfully and succinctly stated in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the Son of God became man so that we might become God. Jesus descends so that we might be able to ascend, to be united with Him.
1: 20. The washing of the feet reveals that love must be expressed concretely.
0: The washing of the feet also makes concrete the very love that motivated the Incarnation. Jesus the Master embraces the work of a slave in order to meet others' spiritual and bodily needs here and now. He washes real feet of real people, feet hardened, worn, dirtied, and bruised. Jesus' washing softens, renews, cleanses, and heals. His attention to the most basic needs of the apostles teaches us that the physical dimension matters to God and so to us. As St. James exhorts, if a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat well, but you do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it?
1: 21. The washing of the feet is hospitality that unites us with the other.
0: In the Middle Eastern context, Jesus' washing of the feet would have communicated a radical hospitality. The focus of the person washing feet has to be purely on the other. We can imitate Jesus only by putting aside the garments of our position, our expertise, our self-focus, and even our pride. In attending to the need of the other, we open ourselves to the mystery of the other. In listening, we respectfully receive the other. Jesus teaches us that the simple gift of self opens us to the gift of the other. A communion, a unity, is then created between us through hospitality. I was edified that the Synod members appreciated the importance of hospitality. In fact, Synod Proposition 1, Welcome and Hospitality, received the sixth highest vote total at the Synod Assembly.
1: 22. The washing of the feet affirms the other.
0: As noted above, Jesus' humble washing of the feet does not depend on whether the other deserves this service, for Jesus even washed the feet of Judas. The washing of the feet says simply, It is good that you are here. This is always the first movement of love. And putting aside our preferences and attending to the person before us, we affirm that God has seen it good to love them into being, creating them in His very image and likeness. It is important that we always recognize the dignity of the other. This affirmation of the other is the first service we can offer.
1: 23. As we give ourselves to others, we discover ourselves.
0: As we open ourselves in service to the mystery of the other, we also begin to see our true selves more clearly. The Second Vatican Council taught that we begin to discover ourselves in the sincere gift of self. We find ourselves refreshed when we are striving to bring refreshment to another. We find mutual refreshment and genuine encounter with one another. A communion, a unity, is created anew between us.
1: 24. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do.
0: The charges that the Apostles received in the Upper Room on Holy Thursday. If I therefore, the Master and Teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. Throughout the synod process we heard the pain expressed by so many over family members and neighbors who no longer join us at Mass. How often we heard about youth and young adults who no longer believe what our Church believes, or who have drifted away from the practice of the faith. I wonder if they may have been impacted by our too often tepid responses to the Lord's command to wash one another's feet, to follow His example. While so much foot-washing is hidden, I feel particularly blessed as Archbishop to see so much evidence of self-emptying service in this archdiocese. I think, for example, of the heroic response of Catholic medical personnel who have served selflessly throughout the COVID crisis the welcome offered by so many of our parishes to refugees and migrants, the Catholic community's attentiveness to the needs of children and families, desirous of Catholic education, but lacking sufficient resources, especially in our St. Catherine Drexel Mission Schools, the outreach of laity and clergy to our brothers and sisters who are in prison, offering them hope and opportunities for prayer, formation, and conversation the phenomenal response to the Neighbors in Need Fund set up by the Catholic Community Foundation, and the exceptional generosity offered through our region's many pregnancy resource centers, the many who provide daily care for loved ones who are homebound, or who regularly tend to their spiritual and sacramental needs, the unconditional love shown to the homeless and elderly by the many volunteers and staff at Catholic Charities, sharing and carrying hands, and our many Catholic residences for the elderly. The thousands of meals that were provided throughout the pandemic to families in need by parishes cooperating with the Society of St. Vincent de Paul and by our many parish-supported food pantries and the many parishes who support development projects in mission lands.
1: 25. Small Groups as an Opportunity for the Washing of Feet
0: Throughout our synod process, I was delighted to witness a more subtle washing of the feet reflected in small group conversations that were respectful and affirming. While we did not always agree with one another, we did listen and strive to respect the dignity of the other. We received the other as other. Time and again, I have heard the testimony of those who felt an exceptional unity in our synod events, a unity born in prayer and in small groups that culminated in the beautiful liturgies of the synod assembly. It is my hope that this washing of the feet experience continues in our parishes. St. Teresa of Calcutta worked among the poorest of the poor throughout the world, yet she would say that the greatest hunger of the human person was the terrible hunger for love. She even found that this hunger was often most pronounced in the wealthiest nations on earth. Being unwanted, unloved, uncared for, forgotten by everybody, I think that is a much greater hunger, a much greater poverty than the person who has nothing to eat in her visits to the united states she had particular compassion on the many lonely hearts that she encountered here noting that the hunger for love is much more difficult to remove than the hunger for bread in the synod small groups last fall there was a clear desire for connection for experiencing the love of god directly and as expressed through other sisters and brothers in christ this desire was heard again at the synod assembly as proposition nineteen small groups was one of the top five voted-upon propositions i was not surprised our parishes with strong small group ministry have consistently shown that small groups continue to be an excellent vehicle for the provision of christ-centered care with heart speaking to heart the 1st footwashing action I will be asking our parishes to take through the work of their Synod Evangelization teams will be to begin the process of creating or growing a small group ministry that fosters personal relationships, builds community, and provides formation to help parishioners grow as joyful missionary disciples of Christ. I saw this incarnated when I visited St. Pius X Parish in White Bear Lake this summer, where one of the synod small groups formed in 2021 had decided to continue to meet. They named themselves Agape with a commitment to serve, wash the feet, by taking new responsibility for hospitality and welcome within the parish.
1: 26. The Primary Small Group, The Family
0: This radical love is not only needed in the parish church, but also in the domestic church, the family. After all, the primary small group is the family. No wonder, then, that Proposition 28, Parents as Primary Educators, form and inspire parents to understand and fulfill their responsibility as the first teachers of their children in the ways of faith, was the proposition receiving the highest number of votes. We are becoming increasingly aware that parenting is an intense form of youth ministry, a mission of corporal and spiritual works of mercy directed toward one's own children. The family is the place where each of us first encounters love, where the mother's smile first evangelizes the infant held close and affirms the child's goodness. The family is the primary place where footwashing of the youth occurs clothing the naked, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, sheltering the homeless, visiting the sick, instructing the ignorant, counseling the doubtful, admonishing the sinner, bearing wrongs patiently, forgiving offenses, comforting the sorrowful, and praying for the living and the dead. What an expression of foot-washing we find in every Christian home. A family that is rooted and united in Jesus, and that has experienced His love so humbly expressed in the upper room, will be a shining example of evangelization and mission. Such a family will wash the feet not only of those in their household, but also of those in the household of the Church, a family of families.
1: 27. Support for the Family, Office of Youth and Young Adults
0: Notwithstanding their essential vocation as first teachers and primary youth ministers, parents themselves often ask for help, especially as their children reach middle school and high school. The next level of support often comes from our dedicated Catholic school teachers and faith formation catechists. As you know, forming youth and young adults in and for a church that is always young was one of the three focus areas of our synod. It is for this reason that I am happy to announce the creation of a new Office of Youth and Young Adults, which will be separate from the Office of Marriage, Family, and Life. This was specifically requested at the Synod Assembly and is reflected in the voting. Proposition 33, Vibrant Youth Ministry, and Proposition 39, regional slash deanery Cooperation and Young Adult Ministry, were both in the top ten in the voting results. It has become increasingly clear through the years that it is difficult, if not impossible, for each individual parish to have robust and sustainable ministries in these areas, which can create frustration at the parish level. My hope is that this office will help the various youth and young adult ministry groups to walk together in the ways of evangelization, and thereby create greater regional alignment and parish cooperation in these critical ministry areas. In this way, I hope the Archdiocese can help parents in their task of washing the feet of the young people God entrusted to them. Our encounter with the loving service of Jesus in the foot washing leads us to the next mystery of the Upper Room, the Holy Eucharist.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Archbishop Hebda's Pastoral Letter, You Will Be My Witnesses, Gathered and Sent from the Upper Room. For a digital version of the letter, the Year One Synod implementation plan, and additional Synod resources, please visit archspm.org/slash Synodletter.